You're tuned into the Who With Me podcast. I'm your host, JC Love. Feelings. Yes, that is a topic. One word. A word that packs a major punch. Feelings. Yeah, so I'm in mine. (laughs) And... I'm trying to figure out, should I be in my feelings right now or do I need to deal with reality? I guess the questions that I have today about feelings, because it's something that today's society, the world itself, people in general, seem to stay in their feelings. It's like, when do you ever get out your feelings? When are your feelings less relevant to the reality of what's going on? When should feelings be set to the side and and the reality of what's happening be dealt with over the feelings about what's happening? Because in this day and time, a comedian can't even be a comedian because everybody in their feelings. It really, and I'm just gonna keep it all the way real, it really irks my nerves that comedians can't be comedians anymore. That comedians are apologizing for jokes they made eons ago in a time when the things that are so relevant to how it affects someone's feelings today was not even relevant back when they made the original joke. And yet and still, the world is saying, you owe somebody an apology for their feelings today. I remember when I was a was I junior, you know, sophomore in high school, my economics teacher Everyone hated that lady, but she was the smartest woman I know. Even for what she said back then, she said the law is on your side until you step on somebody else's toes, and that's when the law is not on your side. And it's the truth, because the reality of everything is that it's okay to be you until being you offends someone else. It's just crazy, because that's one of the things that Everyone who is black right now is tripping off of is that an officer who was trained on how to handle uh, scary situations, who was given a gun, who was given lessons on how to handle himself or herself when in a position that might be dangerous for the life of everyone involved, how to bring that whole situation to a calm enough situation so that they can bring everyone out alive. They even send multiple people to the scene to ensure that they're protected, but for some reason they get in their feelings and the color of a person's skin becomes the threat of their life over the facts about what's happening on that scene. The fact that the man has his hands in the air, the fact that the man is is laying on the floor crying, the fact that a whole family is in the car with this man The fact that you never even did your history check before you decided that that person was a threat because you felt like your life was in danger by the color of their skin, by their gender and the color of their skin. Or maybe just by the simple fact that you have the ability to be afraid when you want to be afraid and murder when you want to murder because you felt like that day it was okay to take that person's life because you could. 
I'm so tired of living in a society that is driven only by their feelings and only held accountable to their feelings. No one wants to take in account the reality of what's really happening. Feelings nowadays just seem to be the thing that's being used to dismiss every other thing that is relevant. Putting people of color in positions of power, me feeling great about seeing that should not sway me to dismiss what's really happening. I'm going to give you an example. As a black person, I constantly have to hear people bring up black-on-black crime as if every other race doesn't have crime within its own. When I watch the ID channel, the crime channel, all these different channels that have nothing but these mysterious unsolved mysteries, and the majority of those unsolved mysteries are not about black people. Let's just put that out there. The crimes, when they finally do solve them, or the ID story, or the Lifetime movies are about white people killing each other. Out of pure emotion and planned, vindictive actions against each other. The nature in which they kill is different than the nature in which we kill because they don't have to kill for survival of their own neighborhoods. They haven't been embedded with the mentality that is us against us. Their murders and their crimes, they go undocumented until it's a story that entertains you. But the reality is, it doesn't matter what race you are. People kill people. The problem with a white cop getting away with killing a black person over a black person killing a black person is not that we feel it's okay for black people to kill black people. It's that if they catch the black person and kill the other black person, that black person will do time. That black person will be be punished for the crime that they committed. No one should be allowed to get away with killing someone simply because they felt something. You felt afraid when you clearly had no reason to feel afraid when you got 15 officers behind you, a gun in your hand, and the right to shoot and kill if you need to. Notice I use the word need. It's not about you want to. It's not about you feel like you should. You have been clearly trained on when there is a situation that you need to kill someone or feel the need to protect yourself, but you go outside that realm and you decide today that you're going to kill someone black because you have the ability to, and you know that there are laws that will protect you like the Policeman's Bill of Rights. See, these are facts. There are are laws in place to protect police officers from ever having to do time. And yes, black police officers do kill people, but I have never seen a moment when a black officer killed anybody and didn't do time for the crime that he committed. Everyone's always in their feelings about black people ever calling anyone out when we are clearly being treated with a major difference in society when it comes to the value of our lives. I don't give a hot damn about anybody who comes at me about this all lives matter. We do believe that all lives should matter, which is why we're so amazed every time you watch whether it's through social media or mainstream media, a black person be killed and you can fix it in your head to say that they deserved it. But then you can turn on another channel or another YouTube video and you can see a white person spit in an officer's face, cuss him out, rip up a... I've seen this on on, um, one of those shows that's supposed to make you laugh, American Home Videos or something like that. 
where, where this lady just cussed this officer out, spent up gravel in his face, and drove off. And he stood there and watched her do it. I've seen videos where a white woman took a whole police officer's car and ran the police officer over with it. She clearly put this man's life in danger. He clearly had a reason to fear for his life. But the color of her skin wouldn't allow him to kill himself because he didn't see her as less than human. And that is the reality that I'm dealing with when I'm dealing with feelings over reality. You feel like it's okay for that officer to do what he did because that day he was in his feelings about the color of that person's skin being a threat to his life when there clearly was no threat. So there's a time for you to be in your feelings and there's a time for you not to be in your feelings. Then there's a time when feelings and reality connect and you got to deal with them both at one time. Because the reality is we live in a messed up world We live in a world where something that when I was a child growing up gave me hope and inspired me to want to believe that no matter what was going on around me, if I just believed that it could be different, then I could make the change. I could be the difference. But now that same thing that gave me that hope is something that people bank off of and they're making people pay for the hope. Yes, I'm talking about religion. People can feel how they want to feel about it. They can feel like it's wrong for me to say something, but is it really wrong? When you see the things that you see, is it really wrong for people to go out and video record a major church when it's flooding? They won't let people come and stay, but they supposedly represent a God that says, take care of your church, take care of your community. And you shut your doors because you don't want to mess up your opportunity to make money after this tragedy. If the man had a heart for the God that he says that he represents, then how do you lose a moment to save lives how do, you, how do you step out of the reality of what you're teaching people? How do your words not have to match up with your actions? And how do the victims become <laughs> the criminals or the people that you hate because you call them out? How do you turn a man into a god when you say that the, per- the god that you represent is not a man? And that the purpose of that god It's supposed to be greater than the man that's teaching you about that purpose or about that understanding of that God. How do you get so in your feelings about the man that you forget about the God? Ooh, that's a deep one. When did religion become more important than the spiritual understanding of the God that you're supposed to be representing? When did the, the business aspect of it become more important than the people that you're supposed to be guiding to truth? And how the hell can anyone ask me to separate my feelings from reality when they're connected on this topic? When what I see, well, when I see is driving my feelings, when, when the reality of what's happening is driving my feelings to make me say someone has to have a voice. I'm a peaceful person in all aspects of the word. I'm not trying to start a war, but I am trying to make people think. I am trying to see you with me on being tired of people not understanding what this whole thing is. You know, what is the agenda of pushing feelings on everything and saying that nothing that is real matters? Telling me that I can post on social media what you say is real, but what's real to me can't be posted. But you gave me a platform that was supposed to be my ability to speak freely to the people who I connect with. How am I not supposed to feel some type of way about having so many, how can I say, restrictions on my ability to live as a human. You tell me I live in a state of freedom, but I don't feel free at all. 
And it's not just my feelings driving my understanding or not feeling free. It is the reality of what I'm dealing with. I'm dealing with all these restrictions, but I'm being told that I have the freedom to not have to believe it or do it or say it because I live in a democratic state of being, a, a point of democracy. But I feel like my democracy is limited to how I step on your toes. And then once you get a, a painful touch from my, my, my step, then you immediately retaliate against me. We're gonna lock you out of this environment that we said you had the ability to speak freely on because we've learned that this environment actually is connecting people across the world and your one thought can touch lives in places it couldn't before we evolved into technology and gave it to you regular people and said you had the freedom to do what you wanted with it. We thought that we had a scope that we could deal with. Now we're learning through studying and watching how you all interact and what you say that feelings can connect people across the world on a topic that prior to technology, no one even knew was a reality for some people. I've talked to people in from all different parts of the world And it's so funny to me sometimes when you talk to some people from some parts of the world that they didn't even know that there was poverty in America. That they thought from the visions that's being provided to them through media, that America was this state of being that was so amazing and peaceful and prosperity was going to drop on your head the minute you stepped off the plane and touched the ground. They didn't know that New York smelled like pee and was infiltrated by huge rats. (laughs) All they thought was that New York was this amazing, beautiful place. And once they got there, they'd have all these opportunities. They didn't know that they may have to sleep in a closet space and call it home and pay so much money for this place that they had to work three jobs and do things they would never do in their own country to survive. They felt like they were going to have this amazing experience that their own country couldn't provide them with because of the image that someone gave them about the place that they were going or that they desired to be in. And they there was a created desire there. Someone created this feeling to make them want to come here. It's so funny. I watched this show. Uh, it's a comedian. She used to date 50 Cent. I can't remember her name. It's Chelsea, I think. I think her name is Chelsea. Chelsea something. But I like her because she's really, like, just straight up. And she doesn't just check people, but she checks herself. And she did this documentary about white privilege. And um, in the documentary, she was calling herself out. She said she, I can't remember how she, exactly how she came to the conclusion, but I knew that she, I do know that she said something to the point of, I was looking around my house, and I was looking at all I had acquired And I was thinking, I really didn't do much to get this. And some of the things I've said and done wouldn't have been acceptable if I wasn't a white woman. And so she decided to do a documentary and talk to other white people to see what they thought, to see if they felt like they were living a life because of white privilege. And it was funny, she went to these really rich uh, women who were stay-at-home moms and they advocated for all these different things. Um, They were white, of course. And she asked them that they believe in white privilege, and they said no. 
But then as they started to talk and she started to ask some questions about their life and things that they were doing, they started to gravitate towards more like, yeah, well, maybe it is real. But then what's happening to these people, I don't see it. It's not happening to me. So, you know, it's just an excuse that they're using. I don't feel it is real. And there's the word feel. Their feelings about a topic was driving their actions and their understanding. And their feelings were only driven by the fact that they had no exposure to the reality of someone else. Whether we like it or not, this is some things that we really need to be talking about. I can't just sit on this show and try to boost your mentality if I'm not going to help you understand the reality of what's going on in the world and how you can take your positive thoughts and it can lead to a positive action that can change things like what we feel about topics that we are absolutely not dealing with, the true reality and ramifications of what's happening. Please, please, people, know when it's time to walk in your feelings and know when it's time to deal with reality. What do you do in the moment when you got to decide which is most important? What you feel is the reality of what's happening. This concludes another episode of the Who With Me podcast. Please don't forget to like, follow, and share via Facebook or Instagram. You can also download, rate, share, and tune in to a new episode of the Who With Me podcast each week via Spotify, iPodcast, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, or just about anywhere podcasts are available. I'm your host, JC Love, and until next time, who with me?